got my game face on, I'm feeling lucky If I play on defense, you shouldn't trust me I got my eyes on the prize, I'm feeling so alive I'm scoring me a win tonight I'm scoring me a win tonight I'm scoring me a win tonight And Russell Westbrook, if you listen, ain't nobody disrespecting you. We know you're a tremendous man, tremendous role model, great business dude, very philanthropic in your community. Mad love and respect to you. This is only about your game. You have not been a good shooter. What's up, my L.A. fam? This is your boy, L.A. Ray Harris, host of L.A. Corsat Podcast, brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network and sponsored by DraftKings.com and also Raycon Earbuds. And thanks again for that intro, that intro song. That'll be my new intro song for all of my future episodes, produced by Jay West, wonderful, wonderful and talented producer straight from Detroit, Michigan, and sang by Alexa with that beautiful, beautiful voice. So before I get into the first week or so, just a little over a week of NBA basketball, and of course talk about the Lakers and the Clippers, got to tell you guys about my vacation. Just came back from vacation in New Orleans. I tell you what, man, if you guys have never been there before, you got to go there at least one time. That place is just off the proverbial hook. I have never seen so much partying in my life. They had some sort of pre-Halloween party. My wife and I didn't know anything about, but of course we joined the club. You know, you're allowed to go uh, or walk up and down Bourbon Street, Canal Street with drinks in your hand, long as it's in a cup. Everybody's all toasted. You have folks that are dressed up in Halloween costumes. You walk up and down Bourbon Street, it's nothing but bars, clubs, drinks. I mean, you name it, is there beads flying over the place? Didn't see any women, uh, you know, flashing themselves. Maybe I was in the wrong spot. I don't know. Or maybe that just happens on Mardi Gras. Not sure. But that place is off the hook. And then the food, of course, is just, it's just undescribable. Had some, for the first time in my life, grilled or char-grilled oysters. Had oysters before, raw, but I'll never eat them raw again. Char-grilled is the way to go. Them, them bad boys was just full with garlic butter and Parmesan cheese and, and put on a on a grill, this hot grill, flames, you know, almost like, you, you, you remember the old Burger King commercials where the, the burger comes through and the flames come up from the bottom? It's kind of what it looked like. I mean, I places off the hook where I see my DJs on this game uh, uh, playing a little Saints Go Marching In by Louis Armstrong. The airport is named after the great Louis Armstrong, by the way. Go ahead, crank that up a little bit, DJ. It's just like you see on TV, folks. They have uh, folks outside with, with trumpets and saxophones and drums and 
just all kind of musical instruments, and they're just playing them. Now, one thing I didn't like about it is some spots of uh, the French Quarter is, of course, where everyone hangs at. It's kind of kind of dirty. Some of them streets are like really, really narrow, and you know, a little, little, little dirty, a little dirty for my good. But uh, uh, nevertheless, it's just a ball. So if you haven't been in New Orleans, uh, do your favor, do yourself a favor, and go there one day. So while I was in New Orleans. Uh, the first game uh, between the Lakers and the Clippers uh, was on, and we happened to be staying right across the street from Harris Casino. So, of course, you know, I told my wife, hey, look, wifey, I know we're on vacation, but, you know, this is the Lakers and the Clippers, baby. She said, she said, baby, don't worry about it. I know you want to watch that game. You know, go across the street to Harris, watch the game. I'll be fine. See, that's, that's a beautiful wife, man, right there. That's a beautiful wife. So I'm over there sitting uh, sitting down at the bar watching that game. Didn't do any gambling or anything like that. And the Lakers just look absolutely, absolutely pathetic. Uh, this first segment, of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just talk about the Lakers and, of course, put my two cents in on the Russell Westbrook thing. But the game before that, the opening game against Golden State, the Lakers lost 123-109. to LeBron James leading away with 23 points for the L.A. Lakers. But no one in their right mind thought, the Lakers was going to win that game at all. That was ring night. Golden State got their rings. Steph Curry was doing his thing. LeBron James, you know, tried to keep them in the game the best that he could. Lakers just didn't have, have what it took. And succumbed to the world champ Golden State Warriors again, 123-109. Now it's that second game against the Clippers where the shit hit the fans, so to speak, with the Russell Westbrook deal. Um, 103-97 was the final score in that game. Lakers could have won that game. Lakers could have won that game, but they faltered down the stretch. And here comes that bugaboo, the three-point shooting. Three-point shooting just couldn't get it done. Could not get it done. The Lakers were a collective nine out of 45 from three, folks. Let that marinate for a minute. Nine out of 45 for three, led by Mr. Westbrook, who was 0 for 6 from three. And also Patrick Beverly. Somebody did somebody tell Patrick Beverly he was a three point shooter? He's shooting the ball six times from uh, beyond the arc. He was one of six. One of six. Lonnie Walker. Two of nine. LeBron James himself. The GOAT in some people's opinion. Two of eight. The 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 player that's playing the best so far. Say what you will about Anthony Davis. Nine out of sixteen. Nine out of sixteen. Took a nasty fall. Nasty. Nasty fall when he went for that pump fake. When he went for that pump fake by Kawhi Leonard on the baseline there and jumped up in the air and came down on the small of his back, everybody just held their collective breaths again. He's on the floor, but you know, kudos to him. He came back in the game, he scored 25 points. But again, the Lakers faltered down the stretch because of their lack of three point shooting. And everyone knew coming into this season what what it was going to be like as far as shooting is concerned. You know, Palinka signed that new four-year contract. Good for him. He's getting paid. Yada, yada, yada. Dude, you, you, you put together a team where the chemistry just sucks. You know, I'm, this is not a hot take by anybody. Certainly not by myself. Suck. Everybody, everybody knows that. And then the next game against Portland, you definitely could have won that game. They lose that game 106-104. They were up by, I think, eight points with, I don't know, two minutes left or something like that, a little under two minutes left. And what happens? 
What happens? Russell Westbrook goes out again. They bring uh, Darwin Ham brings it back in. What does he do? He shoots a, a, I think it was, I don't think it was a three-point shot. It was a jumper from the elbow or something. 18 seconds left on the shot clock. He did not make that shot. You can see the Lakers uh, bench just cringe when he shot that ball. And then Darvin Ham took him back out. And I blame that on Darvin Ham, dude. Don't you know who we have on the floor? You, you know who you got on the floor, right? Westbrook was 4 out of 15 overall shooting in that game. So, I don't know. Do the math. Last two games, he's, what, 6 out of 26, something like that? No. Four out of 26, something ridiculous like that. Lonnie Walker had a pretty good game, 15 points. LeBron James, 31 points, did pretty well. But, you know, they couldn't stop Damie Dame. Damie Dame has come back with a vengeance. 15 out of 25, 41 points. He was smoking them. Smoking them. He was six out of 13 from three. Damian Lillard I'm talking about. So, suffice it to say, the Lakers are 0-3, and – everything is just crashing down on them. Is Westbrook going to get traded? Folks, I've said this for so long. Who wants him? Has a game like passed him by? You know, the the, the game today is, is, hey, three-point shooting, three and D wings, that sort of game. That's not his style. And, again, who's going to want him? You're not going to get much for him, even in a trade. So, I guess the Lakers are – at the point right now, saying, hey, we might as well keep the guy. Might as well keep the guy. And then, you know, he comes out. This was before the uh, before the game against Golden State. Or it may have been after the Golden State game when they asked him about his hamstring. And, of course, he said some ridiculous statement about, well, they brought me off the bench in that last exhibition game against Sacramento. I'm not used to coming off the bench, and that's why I tweaked my hamstring. Dude, come on, really? Really? You're going to go there with that? He got into it with a fan. The guy just, he's just, he's toxic right now. No one wants to touch this guy. Nobody. Nobody. And the Lakers are just pretty much stuck with him. They're stuck. He's making, I don't know, $47 million. And Laker fans, you know I love you, baby. You know I love you. You have a whole lot of Russ lovers out there, which is fine. Everybody has their favorite players. And I'm on Twitter all the time, and one guy says, well, you know, even though he went 0 for 11, you know, he did other things. He, you know, he got a few rebounds. He got a few assists. And, you know, maybe he got a couple of steals or something like that. That's really, really good. Dude, no, 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 no. Not when you're making $47 million. It's not 0 for 11. 0 for 11. His misses are bad. They're bad. You know, like, like you know, brick house. You know, he's a brick house. Bricks. Coming from all over the place. That's Mr. Westbrick. And it's just not working. Just not working. I don't know if they had a Miles Turner, Buddy Hill deal on the table and turned it down because Indiana wants those two draft choices. I know LeBron James don't give a damn about them draft choices. And LeBron James, hey, man, you know, you, from all accounts anyway, hell, I don't know. I wasn't in the room. You co-signed for this. You absolutely co-signed for this. So, some of the blame could be put on you. I don't know. Who's running that show uh, for the Lakers? You know, is it Jeannie Buss? Is it Rob Palinka? Is it LeBron James? Is it Phil Jackson? Is it Kurt or Rambis or whatever his wife's name is? I, who's running the squad? Who's running the squad? 
I can't believe Patrick Beverly just jacks up shots like he's Steph Curry or somebody. Nice addition to the team. Very, very good defender, of course. Well, you might say great defender. Gets under your skin. Those type of guys. Doesn't bring much offensively, folks. Sorry. Sorry. You're not getting much from Austin Reeves. You know, Kendrick Nunn had a good game. Either the Golden State game or or the Clipper game. One of those games. I think it was the first game against Golden State. He played pretty well. Hasn't done much since. I'll tell you what, man. From people saying that, you know, wait after 20 games and see where this Lakers team is at. I say wait no more than 10 games. 10 games. If it ain't working for you, blow it up. Would the Lakers would the Lakers actually entertain training Anthony Davis? I'll talk about that maybe in my next show. They might get a king ransom from him as long as he stays healthy, man. He's been playing pretty well, folks. I know it's a lot of Anthony Davis haters out there, but he's been playing with a lot of emotion. He's blocking shots. He's rebounding. He's making baskets inside and out. You know, LeBron is doing his thing. LeBron is LeBron. We know what he's going to do. We know what he brings to the table. LeBron is not an issue at all. But it's the Russell Westbrook bugaboo that everybody's talking about. So, Laker fans, not sure where the team is going to go from here. And the, and the schedule doesn't get any easier. <laughs> the schedule doesn't get any easier for the Lakers. I believe their next contest is against the Denver Nuggets. I'm pretty sure against the Denver Nuggets, who just recently beat the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Are they going to, you know, are they going to beat Denver? I don't know. And then they play Minnesota. Then they played the Minnesota Timberwolves, who, who also has a very, very good team. So, Laker fans, this is where we are. 0-3, and a rudderless ship is going on in Lakerland. A rudderless ship. A ship that's, that's going down the ocean without knowing where the hell they're going. Without knowing where the hell they are going. So, we shall see. We shall see. That's my two cents on Russell Westbrook and the L.A. Lakers. But before I get to my next episode, I'm sorry, not my next episode. See, I've been off too long. Been off too long, L.A. Ray, baby. You take too much vacation. My next segment, before I go to my next segment, here's a word from our sponsors, DraftKings.com and Raycon Earbuds. NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back, so tip off the season with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. And I tell you what, they'll probably have something some sort of over under bet on the Lakers in three point shots. Bet the under, take it from me. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh. 
check this out, my L.A. sports fam. Lately, I've been listening to a lot, a lot of old school. You know, L.A. Ray loves that old school music, and it's been great. One reason it's been great to listen to, because I use my Raycon wireless earbuds to do it. And today, the song of the, song of the day that I'm listening on my earbuds is DMX up in here. Now, imagine listening to this song right here, baby, when you got these Raycon earbuds on. Raycon's everyday earbuds, they look, they feel, and sound better than ever. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable, and they will not budge. Trust and believe. Raycon's give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycon's are priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. I like the customizable sound profiles, tap functions, noise isolation. It's all good. So go to buyraycon.com slash tbpn today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash tbpn to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash tbpn. And remember, just imagine listening to DMX with your Raycon earbuds on. Like my man's in them who get it all with the strength for the hands with them. Man, y'all gon' make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gon' make me act. All right, all right, all right, my L.A. sports fam. Again, it's your boy L.A. Ray Harris, host of L.A. Courtside Podcast. And our sponsors, as you just heard, DraftKings.com and Raycon earbuds my second segment of course i'm going to talk about the la clippers who are pretty much just sitting in a catbird seat and but i tell you what clipper fans i tell you what i i know you're trolling the lakers they're on three you're talking all that talk but this is the year this is the year i said this in my last episode or last couple of episodes there's no excuses this team is stacked from top to bottom there are no excuses barring injury at the very least, this Clipper team should make it to the Western Conference Finals. They opened up against the Lakers, of course, with a 103-97 victory. And the most interesting thing in that game is Kawhi Leonard came off the bench. Kawhi Leonard come off the bench. Nice move by Doc Rivers. There's no rush for Kawhi Leonard with this team. What, what's the rush? Absolutely no rush. And when he come off the bench, I believe he hit his first two shots. He hit his first two shots of the game. He ended up 6 out of 12 for 14 points. Plus five on the floor, seven rebounds, seven rebounds, one of four from beyond the arc. Looked pretty good to me. He looked damn good to me. Very, very interesting bringing him off the bench. And I tell you what, man, the, the second game, the second game, they didn't even play him at all. Load management. I guess they were telling the Sacramento Kings, man, we can beat y'all without what. At, John Wall, by the way, did not play in that game. I'll get to John Wall in a minute. That dynamic between him and Reggie Jackson vying for the starting point guard spot is going to be very interesting throughout this season. But against Sacramento, again, uh, John Wall sat and Kawhi Leonard sat. What happens? Paul George was sizzling. That dude was sizzling, man, like a, a steak on the grill, 600 degrees, sizzling, a 111-109 victory. He scored 40 big points. He was absolutely outstanding. Does this guy have one of the sweetest strokes in the game? 
one of the smoothest, smoothest players in the game. His turnovers, though, still turns the ball over a little bit too much for my good. Some of them are kind of silly turnovers or turnovers where it doesn't look like he's paying attention. But other than that, I, I mean, the guy has six assists, six rebounds. Again, 40 points, 16 out of 31 from the field. 16 of 30. I mean, he was smoking. They were going back and forth between he and De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox scored 36 points. He was unstoppable as well. 15 out of 23 from the field, 36 points. One who was guarding. Was it Reggie? Hmm. But I tell you what, I tell you what, this Clippers team, when you look at them, again, that Sacramento game, instead of uh, Kawhi Leonard starting, I mean, they started Norman Powell. I mean, you can do worse than that. Even though he didn't have a good game, he was only one out of 10 for four points. But you're not going to get that type of shooting from Norman Powell every single game. Avisha Zubak is doing this thing, four out of seven, ten points. I mean, just up, up and all up and down this roster. Reggie Jackson, four out of five, 14 points. Marcus Moore Senior, four out of seven from the field. And then they bring the sharpshooter Luke Kennard off the bench. I mean, uh, just just up and down this lineup. Up and down this lineup. And then, now, the, the Clippers, of course, can't win every basketball game now. You know, you can't win every game. I saw after they lost to Phoenix, 112 to 95, you know, some of the uh, Clipper fans on Twitter, they're, you know, they're unraveling. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We didn't play well. Come on. This Phoenix, you know, there's no no shame in losing to the Phoenix Suns. I don't think Phoenix, I think Phoenix's window of opportunity of winning an NBA championship is done. But uh, they can pop you on any given night, of course. They'll be in the playoffs. And then they got Devin Booker. 13 out of 21, he was stroking it, 35 points, killing it, killing it. And that, so this particular game, the Clippers just did not shoot as well as they normally do. They were only 36 out of 82 from the field for 43%, 9 out of 32 from beyond the arc for 28%. So they, they just did not shoot. Well, and the free throw shoot, uh, percentage was 70%. That's something that uh, they're going to have to pick up on uh, between now and the rest of the year, and I'm sure they will. But in the Phoenix game, Marcus Moore Senior, and again, this this is this is where this lineup is so impressive. You know, if you're not getting none out of Powell or Kawhi or George, then you got a Marcus Moore Senior. He'll come up and pop ten out of fourteen for twenty two points that he had against Phoenix. Reggie Jackson. Now I mentioned Reggie Jackson and John Wall. Reggie Jackson was zero for five in this game, zero points. Of course, you're gonna have bad games. Just ask Mr. Westbrook. It's okay. 0-5, no points. John Wall, 21 minutes, 7 out of 12, 17 points. John Wall, I tell you what, he's not as fast as he used to be, but I'll take an 85% John Wall as far as his speed and getting to the basket any day of the week. Any day of the week. You know, the Lakers can use somebody like that, right? Not trying to troll the Lakers or anything like that, but they can use somebody like a John Wall on that team. But he scored 17 points. So for the rest of the year, right you know, right now Reggie Jackson is starting, but who's to say, I don't know, 10, 15 games in, Ty Lue might want to start John Wall and bring Reggie Jackson on the bench. It's going to be very interesting, that dynamic right there. But just, just what a problem to have. What a problem to have. Do I start Reggie Jackson or do I start John Wall? A whole lot of teams would love to be in that predicament. Right now, I think Ty Lue is doing the right thing by starting Reggie Jackson. 
and bringing John Wall off the bench and doing some low management with John Wall because he is just now coming back from a long hiatus. So doing the low management thing with him is, is perfect. I, it's the absolute perfect situation as far as I'm concerned. So Ty Lue, leave it like it is. Unless Reggie Jackson just implodes, you know, if he starts feeling pressure that you know John Wall may be taking a starting spot, hey, it's all about who finishes the game. That's what it's all about. It's all about who finishes the game, not who starts. So this Clipper team, again, they're just sitting in the catbird seat. <clears throat> Excuse me, sitting in the catbird seat just waiting. Just waiting and doing their thing. But again, Clipper fans, again, no excuses. Zero, zilch, not a one. Not a one. Western Conference Finals or bust. Nothing else needs to be done with this team. No tweaking, no trades, no this, no that. Hopefully no one gets injured. You know, hopefully Kawhi Leonard can last the whole season and also Paul George can last the whole season. And you should find this team in the Western Conference Finals against whomever. That's 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 the way I feel about this L.A. Clippers squad. And maybe you can win your first championship. And briefly uh, 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 shut some Laker fans up. I doubt that you will because they'll say you got 16 more to go. You guys know I feel about that. What have you done for me lately, baby? If the Clippers win, they win this year. You're the champs. And no one can say anything about it. So we shall see, but we shall see. So that's the first week of the NBA season, folks. Just wanted to come on here and get my opinion. Uh, again, thank you all for listening. This is my third season, episode 111. And this train is continuing on down the track. Wherever you get your podcast from, you just find L.A. Courtside Pod. Subscribe so you won't miss any further episodes. So... With that, my L.A. sports fam, until episode 112 of L.A. Courtside Podcast in a couple of days, peace.